This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Semi-final weekend is done and dusted, Will. Yes. And we move on to the prelims, but there's some very excited fans out there at the minute. Oh, one sitting across from me, MJ. You were there last night. I was, I was. But just not taking away from the other games as well. I mean, Melbourne supporters are on fire. Yep, they're loving it. Collingwood supporters are loving it. I think two fairy tales are in operation at the minute in the AFL. (laughs) Collingwood and Melbourne. (laughs) Can't give yourself fairy tale status. Yeah, no, it's a fair. Collingwood's a fairy tale. Mate, you won it eight years ago. That's all right. Melbourne have not played finals for twelve years. <laughs> a, they're both fairy they tales. They've won a mate. flag since it's, the fifties. Fairy tales don't care about timing. It's the mood. It's I think the it's, spirit. Might be the sixties. It's been a long time. <laughs> it, well, anyway, oh, they are uh, two fairy tales in operation. The worst use of fairy tale I think I've ever heard. <laughs> what are we talking about tonight? We've got a massive show coming up. We're going yep. to be joined by an NFL player. Yes. Who kicked a winning goal yesterday? Wow! Yeah. Which which team? Oh, I can't go into many more details. Dallas Cowboys. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> very very exciting to do that. And we're going to cover the grand final entertainment. Yep. It needs to be properly dissected. That's all coming up later. Yeah. It needs an autopsy. That one. With, with MJ here on Triple M. MJ, yep. diehard Pies supporter, of course. I am. And I think you went last night to the game. Yeah, That's no, right. I was definitely there. No, I was there. It was uh, a very very good night. I went in with not much hope. I didn't. Think well, we would get the job done, you but were we did. Forty favourites. Yeah, I just didn't have a great feeling about it, but yeah. that quickly turned around as soon as the siren went at the end of the game. Yeah, uh, I had a great feeling then. Yeah, I guess yeah. when you haven't won a final in seven years, you know, you can't have great feelings going into all of them. You forget what it feels like. I think it's yeah. um, it's so exciting. Like everyone's hugging, and yep. it, you get a bit emotional. It's hard not to. It's uh, like mm. I wasn't in tears or anything, but it was just a very emotional feeling, and knowing that. You know, we can take on Richmond next week on Friday night. Yeah. And what I'm just reading in the paper then is the AFL's biggest gold mine in terms of PR ever. Oh, yeah. And that Gil McLaughlin should be writing letters to Jordan Dugowie and whoever else had good games, Steel Sidebottom and Will exactly. Hoskin-Elliott, to thank them for making this happen. Because, you know, that goes... In, I think it'll be the biggest crowd and the biggest game that we've seen in a long, long time. Certainly in our lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Um it is amazing. It's almost better that it's a preliminary final because the grand final is big anyway. Well, the interesting thing is with the grand final, the atmosphere, I think, in the prelims is better because more supporters yep. get tickets. Yep. There's a lot of corporates who end up at the grand final. Yep. So I remember in 2010, the atmosphere for the first game was not as good as the atmosphere for the second game because in the draw game, that drawn game, the replay, they opened up um, yep. more tickets for supporters and the atmosphere was a lot stronger. So yep. it's like... Well, can't wait to see what it's going to be like on Friday night. I'm genuinely excited, Will. Can you yeah. tell? Oh, yeah, I can tell. Now, you have played Richmond twice this year. Yeah, and we've taken it to them until three-quarter time, both games. Yeah, they were both very similar. I think you'll remember last time we played, we lost Darcy Moore and Jeremy Howe yep. in the first quarter and a half That was the Higgins game. Uh, and Dugowie didn't play. Yep. So... Hey, I... It's looking good. No one I wouldn't write us off. No one wants to see Richmond lose more than me. I'm not... Uh, oh, so you're going to be... Bar- so as an impartial person, you'll be going for Collingwood against Richmond. I, it's sort of a lose-lose a, situation for many is. AFL supporters, isn't it? No, but that's why it's good that it's a prelim. Because mm. we get to see one of them lose. And preferably <laughs> so, both in two so, weeks. So it's a lose-lose situation, but also there's, a win-win there's situation. A sil- there's a silver lining. <laughs> no, I get that. There's still the potential for both of them to lose. I get I that. The main thing is, I think we've just got to keep a lid on it as Collingwood supporters. So if you are a Collingwood supporter out there, just keep a lid on it. You know, the journey's not over yet. <laughs> you were throwing lids out of your window last yeah. night at your party. <laughs> um, so you went last night in your old uh, old school woolen jumper. Yeah, I did, yeah. Which yeah. I did VFL like. jumper, yeah. 
I, of course, went in a suit and a mini giant scarf. That yeah, you, you were, <laughs> speaking of corporate types, you had a, a sort of a, a 12-inch scarf. I went <laughs> Where'd you get that from? I went full corporate wanker. It was one for like a doll. I went <laughs> it, was, it was a doll scarf or an infant. I went to the Queen Victoria Markets, which is right near my place. Yeah. I really wanted a giant scarf. I've been saying it all week. I've, yeah. It's my third trip to the markets and I couldn't find I hate one. hate people like you who so go to bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided, because I managed to get myself a corporate seat, mm. just my first ever one. It was quite uh, interesting. It was a really good experience to go to the footy in that yeah. sort of environment. But I figured if I'm going in a suit, I need a giant scarf because I'm on the anti-Collingwood bandwagon. And I found this one. And at the Queen Vic Markets, I've gone to the guy in the sports shop who sell completely unauthorized crap. Like, it's yeah. just every club <laughs> into yeah. a lunchbox and just, like, the yeah. brandings on everything. And I was like, do you have any giant scarves? He's like, mate, we have just... They've walked out the door today. <laughs> <laughs> really? And I laughed. And I was just like, oh, are you serious? He's like, yeah, no, they're all, they're all gone. So the, or- all- the Orange Army was building, was yeah, it? The Orange Army. I reckon they only had six in stock. And, they, and you know, Callum Ward's sister came in. Yeah. <laughs> Family and friends. Bill Davis's mum needed one. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Some massive news dropped during the week. <laughs> yeah, it was on Friday, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. So <laughs> we only had about 48 hours to sort of think this over and dissect it. But the yeah. AFL confirmed yep. that the two acts at the grand final this year will be Jimmy Barnes. Yes. And the Fergulous Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> the Fergulous. It's like the John Lennonless Beatles. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> She's very vital to that. Yeah, man. she is. It's like Ed Sheeran leaving Ed Sheeran. It's like he's the, like I didn't even know the Black Eyed Peas were a thing without Fergie. Yeah, I think they should have their own season of Black Eyed Peas Rockstar. Is that what In Excess ran? They need to. They need to. Where JD Fortune got the gig. Rockstar In Excess, I think it was called. It was. And JD Fortune was the lucky winner. He was the lucky winner, and that turned and out really well. Obviously, they've just gone on to bigger Big and better things. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> the worst kept secret in football, Jimmy yeah. Barnes. Now we have to stress that Jimmy Barnes yes. is the headline. Okay. I know that the oh, is that right? Okay. Maybe th- we shouldn't make this very public, but the, the AFL has been encouraged to stress that yep. Jimmy Barnes is headlining the grand final. Yep. The Black Eyed Peas will also be there. <laughs> they will also be performing on the day. Now a bit of conf- you can make your own decision about what the bigger act is. I mean, one's been at the Super Bowl. The other one was at an RSL last. <laughs> But no, but Jimmy Barnes is headlining. He's headlining <laughs> the grand final. Now, it did come with some confusion when it was announced. Yes. Would they be performing together? Now, I assumed they would be. Me too. The Fergie isn't there. And Jimmy doesn't have chisel behind him. So it's, it's a match made in heaven. Yeah. So Jimmy Barnes is by himself. Yep. The Black Eyed Peas need a lead singer. They do. So just join forces. Exactly. Why wouldn't that happen? And, and you'd get a bit of... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, on Friday, when this news did come out, you actually made a mashup. I did. Is that the right word for it? It's a, yeah, it's almost like a demo, just to see how that would work. Jimmy screaming, where is the love? Just some sort, some idea of how... I would like to see Jimmy performing My Lovely Lady Love. I think... I would love to see that. Fuck with my heart. Yeah, I would love to see I that. I think it would work. And so this is what I put together, just to... Just dip, a little taste. Dip our toes in the water. Come 
<laughs> it works. It does. It 100%. I can't wait. I can't wait. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Now, Will, some vision of a Northern Footy League grand final has gone somewhat viral online yes. in the last 24 hours. It was been on the news last night. Yep. Very newsworthy story. News is plural. Uh, everywhere. Every news. It's been everywhere. Well, not everywhere. I think probably just on the Melbourne news. Yeah. Not sure if it's massive in San Diego. or yeah, in... It's hyper-local, this <laughs> it's, content. Yeah, it I is. think we call it in the industry. That is exactly right. But it's uh, <laughs> it was the ending of the game, which was the crazy part. Yes. It was decided within a... You know, the last second. It came down to the very, very last second. Literally the last second. Now, it's not often we find ourselves talking about NFL Division 2, no. Northern football. No. But this finish to this game is quite simply the most astonishing end to a grand final you are ever going to see. And the man at the centre of it is called Ben Patterson. Yes. He's the man that kicked the goal and he joins us on the line now. G'day, Ben. G'day, how you Now, can you run us through the last quarter? What happened? Oh, well, yeah, as you said, well, goals at three-quarter time and... And um, we were just wondering when that first goal was going to come. And um, we always had the belief and, and we were just lucky to get on the couple, on the end of the couple. So, yeah, no, it was speechless, really. Now, mate, I've heard from our contact, Rudy, here that you, in fact, kicked every goal of your teams in the last quarter, including the one that was immediately before the siren. Is that correct? Uh, I'd like to say it was correct, but it actually wasn't. I kicked two of the three. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I did keep the one that ended up winning the game. and Yeah. I, I, was, I was so stoked. I didn't even hear the siren go. The crowd was so noisy. I didn't even hear the siren go. So, so for, I was ecstatic. For those who haven't seen the footage, the siren almost goes as the ball's still in the air, yeah. as it comes off your boot. What were you thinking as it happened? Did you know how much time was left on the clock? I knew it was near the end, but I did not hear the siren at all. I literally kicked the ball and the crowd... Went up in raw. The score, any score would have won us the game, and I didn't even hear the siren. Literally, it was all. It happened all so quickly. It was unreal. Now, for people who have seen the footage, and it's gone around. I think it's gone semi-viral in terms of as far as NFL Division Two uh, goals go. Uh, now, you like you said, any score would have done. There was only seconds remaining, but you gave yourself a nice little opportunity to size up the goals and. You uh, gave a really good look at it. Did you? Were you considering just rushing it through for a quick behind, or did you really want that snag? Oh uh, yeah, you always love a love a snag at that time. Everyone was saying it looked like I had the ball in slow mo and kicked it, um, you know, in slow mo. But I literally, my first thought was to grab the ball and just kick it, whether it was a goal or behind. And um, it, thankfully, it was any result, and the siren went, and oh, it was just unreal. <laughs> oh, congratulations, Ben. What a moment. But I think that's enough footy talk, serious yeah. footy talk for us. Now, what are the celebrations like? What's the plan of action over the next 24 <laughs> hours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> make it probably 72 hours. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but our last 24 hours have been pretty hectic. Um, we're, we're doing Silly Sunday right now. Yeah. We'll carry through to Monday tomorrow. So, nah, it's, it's good. It's good scenes down here at uh, at Lower Pony. Oh, Pert. Now, what do you do for a gig, Ben? Do you want to send a message to your bosses? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell them I won't be coming in till next week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've told them I'm not coming till Wednesday, but it could carry on till Friday, maybe. <laughs> Excellent, mate. I reckon you just need to take the week off. Get uh, book yourself into the doctor. Get a certificate because you've <laughs> yeah. uh, you've had a Nick Davis like quarter, mate, and you've won an absolute thriller. Congratulations and party hard. 
Thank you. And I definitely will. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for having me. Cheers. Thanks, Ben. That was Ben Patterson, the, the leading goal kicker in the match where Lowell Plenty beat Eltham yesterday in the NFL. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. We were just talking about the grand final entertainment. Yep. And if you missed it, the clip of Jimmy Barnes and the Black Eyed Peas, your mashup, yes. is available on our Facebook page, Will and MJ. The ultimate collaboration. And hopefully we'll see it in the last day of se- Saturday of September. Can't wait for it. It's I can't wait for it. Electric. If I wasn't excited for the grand final before, I certainly am now for the old, for Jimmy Barnes and Black Eyed Peas. And I know for a fact you are excited about the grand final. So that I says am. a lot about the entertainment. It does. Now, without going SEN, dare I say SEN plus digital, <laughs> we're going to get real sports nerdy here. Okay. Rule changes. Yes. Now, the AFL are very keen on two particular rule changes next mm. year. One of them is 666. Yep. So that is, of course, the starting uh, positions for six players on either team. Which I don't think will have a massive impact. No. I feel like it sort of looks like that most of the time anyway. Six players in the forward line. It's like Auskick. You just yeah. stay in your zones for the start and then you can move. I think the only time in a game that it's going to have a impact yep. is in very close matches Yes, in that final five minutes to stop teams flooding yeah, from when you want mountain. to flood when you want to soak up a defence yeah exactly so that, it could be good to you know it could encourage closer matches but exactly. who knows, it who might, knows? It, I don't think it's a big deal it might open up the last five minutes of the as game. long as you're not wearing netball style bib, you know wing attack and things like that that's the issue because at the moment there are starting zones the centre square is a zone you, yeah. unless you start in there you can't go in there that's but then true. you can eventually yeah. so that's like it's not it's mm. not the apocalypse that people are sort of carrying on about you're the right. extended goal square though mm-hmm. Not only is this, this is the controversial one. Not only is it unnecessary, but it, it will look extremely silly. <laughs> That's my major irk. That it will look bad. Yep. It looks like a big catwalk coming out from the goals. Yes. And I think the idea will be to open up the ground because it's a lot wider in the middle of the ground. Yep. You're putting the ball in that wider area. Yes. So there's more options, presumably, than if you're kicking out to the the thinness of the 50 meter. It puts more arc. players into more space. Yeah. I get the logic. This, you're right. This is going very SEN plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which means no one's listening. Yeah. But the, go- <laughs> the goal square, <laughs> I don't think yeah. the AFL realizes how silly it looks. It looks silly. For anyone who's seen photos on Twitter of the VFL, where they trial this in three games, mind you. There's only three games that they trial this. It is statistically irrelevant. You can't trial something three times and say, oh, the results are in. Now, did you do stats at uni or anything like that? I did. I did statistics 1200 and 1201. That doesn't surprise me. And <laughs> but what did you learn in that? That a sample space of three is not Good. adequate. <laughs> Let alone when you're trialling the worst VFL clubs going around and and saying, oh, they're scoring more now, so scoring's up. The, the ABC, I just read an article, they have suggested that scoring has actually decreased as Again. to where it would have been oh, for those particular so games. So now we're quoting the ABC <laughs> in this segment. <laughs> How good's that? If anyone's still listening. Now, there's uh, more implications, though, for the goal score. There are. This is what we were saying before. So I think yeah. they should just not... If they're going to extend the goal square, mm. don't paint a goal square at all. Just paint a little dot, not a little one, a, a sizable dot, 25 metres out where you want the mark to be. The person standing on the mark with their arms up after each behind. So the f- so that the field still looks good. Well, so the field just looks the same. You, yeah. We just won't have a goal square anymore. And then you'd save money on paint. And you'll save money on the paint yeah. because no one has kind of consulted the groundskeepers. They might not want to paint a bigger goal square. It's a thankless job. It is.
And not only will they have to, they'll have to erase the line that yeah. is already there, and then they have to get, walk an extra 18 metres each game, yeah, exactly. either end. Exactly. These people are not paid and, enough. And would it be the AFL paying for the extra paint to paint these goal squares? Where's or would this it be budget coming out the of? MCG paying it? Exactly. Who's paying for what it? What if they go down to Tassie? Does Tassie just suddenly Does have to... Does the Tassie government have to pay for these bigger goal squares? double their paint costs. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Sort your shit out, AFL. <laughs> Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. This is Will and MJ on Triple M. And MJ, we're wrapping up our show. You it's getting dangerously night, close to 11 o'clock. It is. You last night had a party that went dangerously after 11 o'clock, I believe. Well, it was an impromptu party. Yeah. I live quite close to the MCG. Yeah. Uh, and then we had quite a few Collingwood supporters pop in after the game. None of them were Peter McKenna or Peter Dacos again, were they? No, McKenna wasn't at the game last night. But that has happened. Yeah, before, no no former Collingwood players called Peter were there, but... <laughs> I have our neighbours came in though. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah. I tried to replicate the uh, Peter Dacos little dribble around into the bathroom. Yeah, the footy. Could you do it? No, I couldn't do it. I'd love to see the Macedonian marble pulled off that. So this happened last year where Peter Dacos. It was actually a very sad day. It was when Colin lost to Carlton last year. Oh, and um, going to say somebody <laughs> died or something. <laughs> and then somehow Peter Dacos ended up back at my place. Yeah, and I had a Sharon sitting there. Yep. And so we sort of looked at Peter, looked at the ball, looked at Peter again, and <laughs> handed it to him. Said, no words were spoken. No, and then pointed at the doorway, which, you know, to see if he could do a curl round. And he said, oh, I can do it. I can definitely do it. He said, I'll need pre kicks probably to do it. I just yeah. have to get a feel for it first. Yeah. And and a sighter. Yeah. The first one went straight into my oven. Yep. And I've gone, oh, no, he's lost it. <laughs> and then, the next then I started questioning if his sons are any good. <laughs> exactly right. And then the next kick. He couldn't have hit it any sweeter, yep. and it just did this perfect arc around straight through the door. Yeah, and people started doing laps of the apartment. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was a magic moment. Like you're at Victoria Park. Or it was, it was a magic moment. Now you were saying before that you hmm. weren't aware whether you fell asleep between one and five. It was somewhere in that region. Yeah. Where? What would you put your money on? About one thirty. You think one thirty? Yeah, it could have easily it been could five. Have stretched. <laughs> yeah, because I've figured out. Because you're you're wondering, you didn't catch an well, Uber. Norm- you're at home. Well, normally, when you have a big night, and you're, the time time isn't really an issue for you. Yeah, that you, but you can check the next day if you Uber home. Yeah, you have a timestamp. Yeah, you check what time the Uber is. But yeah. when you're having when you're at your own house, yeah. you don't know what time you got to sleep. Exactly. Well, I, I, pres- I think presume that people have that problem all the time. <laughs> this is a really common issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've figured out a hack. And this show, yeah. we've we've brought hacks before. Of course, our Tiger Travel We like hack. bringing people hacks. This is for uh, people who aren't avid listeners of the show. I don't yeah. know how many of you there are, but uh, mm. Tiger, if you're ever flying with Tiger, yeah. if you just say before the flight, if, yeah. you, if you're there before 45 minutes, if you just yeah. say, hey, uh, you don't have any spare aisle seats, uh, emergency exit seats, do you? Yeah. And they just, oh, yeah, well, we just happen to have a couple. Every they, flight. Every time. And every I didn't job. believe you when you told me that tip. I really should I flew be. Tiger yep. and I went up to them before the flight. So any chance of some leg room? Yep. They said, no worries, sir. Yep. Absolutely. Here you go. Bang. Because they need to film it. They can't just have empty emergencies. Yeah. So there's one. Here's another one. If you're ever too pissed to remember what time you fell asleep in your own house because <laughs> you didn't catch an Uber home, <laughs> go into your health app. Right. Now, see, it's a little love So you're hug. telling me I'll be able to tell which time, like, what time I got to it, sleep? It records, whether you like it or not, there's an app on your phone that's recording how many steps you're taking each day. It's a bit invasive. It is. And I think it might actually, I think there's another one that tracks where you went. Mm. But this one's quite handy. It's good to know how many steps you're taking just in, as a general rule. Oh, well, so I've gone into the app now and then I've gone into steps. Yeah, and it tells you when you took your last steps, what time would that have been? Oh. <laughs> I did 56 steps between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that that's oh, your honour. Okay. I have no more to say. I rest my case. <laughs> that's what you say, isn't it? <laughs> I did 734 steps between midday, midnight and 1am. What were you doing? Big hour. That was just around the apartment. I think Sorrento Moon was on. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is the new horses. You heard it here That's your other campaign. <laughs> it is. Sorrento Moon is the new horse. It is. People getting right behind Sorrento Moon. If you have anything to say about that, please message our page, Will and MJ. And Will, uh, we're only about a week out from the Brownlow. Yes. So you're going to be on the red carpet again asking shit questions. Yes. If anyone's seen that on Triple M footy the last couple of years or on Will and MJ, I've yeah. popped down to the Brownlow and asked some different questions to AFL players. It's so, interesting seeing how they react. Yeah, absolutely. So if you've got any ideas for bad questions, I think the video is still available on our Facebook page. Have a look at the video. You'll get the vibe. Yep. And if you have any ideas of some questions, put yep. them to us and then you can ask, you know, the players on the red carpet. I believe I asked uh, Joel Selwood last year, of your club colours, which is your least favourite colour? <laughs> and he said white. <laughs> you don't get that coverage. No, you don't get on, that kind of thing. On SEM. And it, for two years in a row, you've asked um, Adam Trelaw about the situation in North, North Korea, Korea and South Korea. Yep. Uh, do you think that's going to get a run again? Oh, 100%. That's okay. the only one I'm certain about so okay. far. Okay. That's <laughs> the only lock. So just message us on our Will and MJ Facebook page if you have any ideas for uh, shit questions for the Brownlow. Please do. Uh, we'll be back at 10 p.m. next Sunday night. We will. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.